Hi, I'm Matt McClory, lead pastor alongside my wife, Jill, here at Colonial Church in St. Augustine, Florida. Wanted to welcome you to Colonial Church's podcast. We are a church that believes in Jesus and people, which means we believe in you. So why not today subscribe to this podcast and choose to grow your life spiritually and in all the other ways as well into everything that God has got for you. God bless you, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So let's just recap for a second what we've been talking about in the last few weeks, and that is uh, the series, which has been called Refiner. And oh my gosh, you know, just like Matt said, there's nothing like when God brings a word to his people and, and like, you know, for us, we're, we're kind of like on the line, what do you want to say to your church, God? That's what we're always asking the Lord and, and you're like, I know I'm an idiot, so please help us, God, to say what you want to say and not get in the way. And when he drops something just in, the time, in his perfect timing and it's so evident that he just needed to get said what needed to be said, and you're like, thank you, Jesus, that it's about you and not us, because we would have really messed that up. I feel like this is a word and season from our Father in heaven um, to help us. So week one, we talked about even if the fire. We talked about the landscape of the land, and we read the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in Daniel 3, and we talked about how they were brought to Babylon as Jewish men to be assimilated into the kingdom. And it was really an honor that they were there. And they were just kind of supposed to become part of the culture. But they were faced with all of this, like, I can't bow down to eating the food from the king's table because that actually isn't what God has instructed me to do. And here they are trying to figure out what it looks like to say yes to God in the midst of a culture that's saying, why don't you try this? And then all of a sudden, this statue is built by King Nebuchadnezzar, and music plays, and whenever that music plays, they're supposed to bow down to it, and if they, if they don't bow down, they're thrown into the furnace, fiery furnace. We talked about how that's a real thing and, and real scary, and they find themselves standing in front of the king, and he's like, you know what? I'll let you off. All you have to do is bow down. And yet they say, our God can do anything, but even if he doesn't, we're still not going to bow down. And we talked about the even if, that God doesn't always deliver you from the fire. Sometimes he delivers you in the fire. And so even if he doesn't, the name of Jesus is still above every other name. And I'm not bowing down to anything that pops up on the landscape of my land. And I know what's supposed to be there. And if it pops up, I'm going to tear it down in the name of Jesus. And then we talked about the even in the fire last week. And Matt just preached an incredible message. If you missed that, please go back and listen to it. Even in the fire, we talked about how even in the fire, God is still good. We don't go in alone. You might go in bounds up, but you come out free. Even in the fire, God is still good. And even in the fire, there is still good happening in me. There's a process of refinement that if we're willing to let God work in us in that fire, You will strengthen in ways that you could never strengthen outside of the fire. That the impurities that begin to rise out of you as the fire heats up, things that you didn't even know were there, if we're just willing to let those things go, all of the sudden, who we are is strengthened to the core and we're able to be shaped and molded into a tool for God to use in his kingdom. Not just like, oh yeah, here I am bit of metal, like a refined, functional, beautiful tool that can be used by the hands of our God. 
Even in the fire, Jesus is with us. I'll never forget that picture of King Nebuchadnezzar throwing three men in the fire and then wondering who the fourth is. Because even in the fire, you might go in feeling like it's just the three of us here. I'm here with my friends or I'm here with my family in the middle of this fire. But he always shows up and he always comes through. Even in the fire. And today we're going to talk about even after the fire. Because even in the fire, the fire has the ability to bring a purity and strength to the core of who we are if we submit to what God is doing in the process. And even in the fire, it can produce a conviction and a confession if we let it burn away that the chaos that the enemy is trying to create in you. Because in the even after, the conviction and confession that he gives you from being in the fire are the tools you need to be sustained through the next season that's coming. And hindsight is going to be 2020, right? Because you can look back on the fire and think, oh, like, yeah, God, God did come through. Yeah, he came through. God came through. I can see the ways he worked. But what if we committed to, even in the fire, believing God is who he says he is? This is what it says in Daniel 3. Then these men were bound in their cloaks, their tunics, their hats, and their other garments, and they were thrown into the burning, fiery furnace. Because the king's order was urgent and the furnace overheated, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell bound into the burning, fiery furnace. Then the king... Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up in haste. He declared to his counselors, did we not cast three men bound into the fire? They answered and said to the king, true, O king. He answered and said, but I see four men unbound walking in the midst of the fire and they are not hurt. And the appearance of the fourth is like the son of the gods. And then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the door of the burning fiery furnace and he declared Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the most high God, because he knew whose they were, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out from the fire. And the satraps, the prefects, the governors, and the king's counselors, in other words, the very important people, all gathered together and saw that the fire had not had any power over the bodies of these men. Some of you need to write that down today. They saw that the fire had not had any power over the bodies of those men because they belonged to God. The hair of their heads was not singed, their cloaks were not harmed, and no smell of fire had come upon them. Nebuchadnezzar answered and said blessed be the God of Shadrach Meshach and Abednego who has sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in them and set aside the king's command and yielded up their bodies rather than serve and worship any God except their own God therefore I make a decree any people nation or language that speaks anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be torn limb from limb. That's a bit rough, but I mean, okay. And their houses laid in ruins, for there is no other God who is able to rescue in this way. He knew. There is no other God who could rescue in this way. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. This happened last service, just by the way. My hair gets stuck around the little little microphone thing. It's awesome. It's a great part of my message. Um, Listen, there's so much in that passage. And what I would encourage you to do is to go home and let the Holy Spirit speak to you as you read each line. Because what I can 
bring alive in 20 minutes as I read it, you're gonna, you could spend the next two weeks longer. You could spend your whole life letting God reveal his word to you through this scripture. But we're gonna start here. Number one, even after the fire, I am a testimony. Even after the fire, I am a testimony. As, as King Nebuchadnezzar called Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego out of the fire, all of these people gathered around. Why? Because they wanted to see what happened. Who is this God that rescues his people out of a fiery furnace and doesn't leave them in there alone and just call them out? He meets them in it. This is our God. And you have a testimony as you step out of your fire. What is a testimony? It's to testify. It's to declare. A testimony prophesies that God can do it again. And as you share what God showed you in the fire, it's testifying a promise over somebody else that he didn't just do it for me. He could do it for you too. And we have this responsibility as delivered believers to start telling people what God has done because it brings their hearts alive as they realize that there's another way. You don't have to live overwhelmed, but God has created you to live free, to maybe come in bound to the fire, but to walk out unbound and free, not even smelling of smoke. Psalm 66, 16 says, come and listen, all you who fear God, and I will tell you what he did for me. (laughs) This is what it says in 1 John 1. It says, we heard it, talking about Jesus and what he did. We heard it, we saw it, we heard it, and now we're telling you so that you can experience it along with us. This experience of communion with the Father and his Son, Jesus Christ. Our motive for writing this is simply this. We want you to enjoy this too. Your joy will double our joy. Do you know as we share what God is doing in our lives, as we have an even after, as we walk through the fire, as we say, yes, God, and we trust him through the flames, as we step out, we become a testimony that God can do it for somebody else. And not just can you be overjoyed that God brought you out of the fire, but oh my gosh, my joy will just double if I see him do it in you too. That's community. That's unity. That's living life and doing life together as a family. Your testimony is right now. Our testimony is not like what happened before I met Jesus and then he saved me and so that's my testimony. Your testimony is happening right now. You're in the middle of your testimony. What is God doing? What has he done in your life before and what is he doing right now? What is he building on as you keep growing as a believer? What did your yesterday teach you that will equip you for today? We got one shot at the season that we're in. I don't know what individually you're walking through right now in this moment, but this is it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's grace upon grace upon grace, and there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ, but we are in the season that we're in. And so my question for us is, am I willing to do it with my yes to God? My even if, my even in, my always after. Am I willing to walk through this? And keep saying, like, God, is, this is what he's doing right now. You are in your testimony. So even after the fire, I am a testimony. Amen. Number two, even after, I am a fragrance. The Bible tells us that they came out of the fire. Not a hair on their head was singed. Their clothes weren't burnt. And they didn't even smell of smoke. 
Have you ever been to a campfire? <laughs> like even a small one. Like sometimes when my candle burns too hot, I'm like, just what? <laughs> you know? To be thrown into a fiery furnace that was so hot it killed the men who threw them in. To go in, it says they fell down. (laughs) Hey, Siri. They fell down. Oh, that's mine. (laughs) I didn't even know I had Siri. Yours does that too, doesn't it? They fell down into the furnace, but they got up. At some point in there, I don't know when it was, they got up, unbound, and walked around with Jesus. And then they were called out of the fire by the king who's wondering, What God shows up and walks through the furnace with his people. There is no God like this. And as they come out, they don't even smell of smoke. Could you imagine the wonder in this moment for the people who are, no wonder everybody gathered around. It was a miracle. Miracles weren't common then. It was a miracle. And they smelled not of smoke. But did you know that we have a fragrance? The Bible tells us we have a fragrance. And your fragrance should stir up the memories and the memorials and the moments that God showed up and came through. If you look at science, even the way that smells bring our brains alive, take you back to a moment. You know what your mom's perfume smelled like. I know some of my friends, they walk in the room and they have a perfume that they always wear. And I'm like, oh, there she is. Oh, hey. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like there's a power and a smell. And the Bible says that we have an aroma. It says um, in 2 Corinthians 2, starting in verse 14, God always makes his grace visible in Christ, who includes us as partners of his endless triumph. Through our yielded lives, he spreads the fragrance of knowledge of God everywhere we go. We have become the unmistakable aroma of the victory of the anointed one to God, a perfume of life to those being saved and the odor of death to those who are perishing. The unbelievers smell a deadly stench that leads to death, but believers smell the life-giving aroma that leads to abundant life. You have an aroma. And I think sometimes it's easy for us to walk through a fire and to just start to stank. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you're like, is that me? Someone's <laughs> not right here. Is that me? Or is it you? It's me. And sometimes we just need to do a little self-check. Yeah. What do you smell like? Yeah. What is your fragrance? Because God never intended for you to come out smelling like smoke. And if you feel like you have the stench of bitterness, then you might need to go back and say, God, what, where were you in the fire? Show me. I know you were there. And let him heal something inside of you. So that your aroma is a sweet smelling aroma to heaven. And you know what's really cool is when you walk by somebody and they smell good and it's not like, not like the overwhelming like perfume where you're like whoa (laughs) instant headache but like you walk by somebody like oh that's really nice you're drawn to it and there's an aroma that we have as believers that is intended so that people would walk by or be around us and go what is different about you there's something about you 
And the amazing thing about being in the fire and knowing who God is, is it doesn't, they don't look to you as being the one who figured it out. Nobody looked in the fire and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they must be so strong to not die in that furnace. Must be their big muscles. Nobody said that. They said, who's the fourth man in the fire? And when you walk through the fire with him, the glory won't come to you. They'll wonder who your God is. So you have a fragrance. And just like we said at the beginning, hindsight's 2020, right? So even after the fire, I want to be a testimony and I want to be a fragrance. It's easy to look back in life and go, man, maybe I could have done that differently. Hindsight's 2020, right? We've all heard that. But here's the thing. We already have the hindsight. Because Jesus went before us. He defeated death in the grave and he died on the cross and he already has the victory. In the natural, we might be feeling the heat of the flames, but in the supernatural, we stand redeemed, unbound and free with Jesus. And that is our hindsight. You wanna have 2020 hindsight right now in the middle of the battle? This is what you need. Everything you need is in here. There's not anything that you are facing that he isn't ready to equip you with the tools you need to walk through it. It might feel like a fire and he might have to burn some things out of you you didn't know were there, but he will do it with love and mercy and he won't call to you from outside the fire shouting orders about what you should do. He will meet you with grace and mercy inside of the flames. So Jesus, we thank you that you are a God who loves Father, show us. We cry out to you, God. We humble ourselves and we ask you, God, to show us how to be a people that even if the fire comes, we say, yes, God. You'll show up. You'll come through. Even in the fire, we say, yes, God. You show up. You come through. And even after the fire, we say, this is how you showed up and how you came through. And I know you're going to do it again, God. And I don't want to stand here alone to show me who I can bring on this journey with me of freedom and life. There's no name like yours, Jesus. There is no God like ours. You are the way and the truth and the life. And Father, we love you this morning. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Thanks for listening to that podcast. We pray it blessed you and empowered you in all that God's got for you. Why don't you share that with a friend, someone who maybe needs to hear it. We'd love for you to also to visit us um, either online at colonialchurch.life or here at church at 550 State Road 207 here in St. Augustine, Florida. Be blessed.